What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener to the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod. On Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. The host site is March4th.podbean.com. My link tree with all my stuff is in the podcast description. Y'all made it here, so you found me somehow. And I truly appreciate you guys spending some of your time with me today to check out the podcast. If you guys can hear my air conditioning in the background normally, I turn it off when I record the intro and close, but today I've opted to keep it on because it is really really hot in Tennessee it's uh, I think it was 100 yesterday with the heat index made it feel more like 106 I guess Uh, and I was just outside a little bit ago and it is uh, sweltering so I've decided to leave on the AC so you might have a little background whoosh but um, what do they call that Uh, the word is escaping me right now where it's like good for your people like like the background noise I don't know. I'll think about it, and then maybe I'll say it at the end. It's not important. But anyway, uh, oh, ASMR. That's what it is, ASMR. So maybe it'll be a good little calming energy. Um, uh, My voice isn't calming to you? What is not calming about my voice? I digress. I'm being weird. Uh, But yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm in a great mood. It's been a good weekend. Uh, I I really need to do a better job, and I have no excuse because I don't have any kids, and uh, I've only got, uh, you know, my my job and – this podcast obviously so it's it's not like I've got a ton of other things that I got to take care of you know what I mean besides like basic errands and stuff I just got to take care of myself so um but really that's just the the hamster in the wheel that is my brain uh that that has to do with anxiety and worry and fear and self-doubt and all those things that creep in when you're alone man uh so I'm doing good you know I'm in, I'm in good physical shape mentally I think I've come a long way in the last year or so but uh but yeah I just thought I'd throw that out there because I know people out there listening have those things that they deal with man but uh so yeah I'm in a good mood but just kind of one of those weird head spaces where it's like I feel like I'm on the cusp of certain things and then other things I feel like I've got to make some progress on so I say all that to say if you're out there and you're struggling I hope that you just you know keep on keeping on man and uh keep moving forward keep persevering that's what this podcast is all about But uh, having said that, one thing that I really centered on today in the midst of just kind of being up in my head and being introspective, which, you know, is something that I tend to do, um, especially spending time alone, um, is just to be grateful. You know, I think when you think about and even write down the things and the people in your life that you're truly grateful for, it really helps you pull yourself out of those negative head spaces and get back to more of a centered reality, you know, so that's just a little piece of advice at the top of this that nobody asked for, but uh, just being in kind of just sort of just this weird mood today as I record the intro and close to this show, it's, um, that's something that's helped me refocus today, I got a good workout in this morning, and uh, listened to the music of this week's guest, actually, while I was working out, and uh, they have very heartfelt lyrics, and that, you know, they come from a very real place, and uh, the music supports it very well. But uh, but yeah, man, I just wanted to say that at the top of this thing. If you find yourself struggling lately with whatever it is, you know, maybe you've got some anxiety and OCD tendencies like me, um, 
maybe you're, you know, too self-deprecating like me at times, you know, it's okay to be, you should be not okay. It's, you should be humble in life, but, um, not to the point where you're, you know, self-deprecating or letting self-doubt or fear run your life. And there's times in my life where I've let that happen. And, um, and I don't like that. I don't like that version of me that allows fear to reign supreme. Uh, and I'm really, really, working on that and, and trying to break these, these old habits that get me to those places. But, uh, but you know, if you're struggling, just keep your head up. Don't be afraid to talk to somebody, whether it's somebody close to you, friend, family member that you trust, or, you know, seeking professional help. Um, it's very important. You know, there's, there's this, the stigma of, of therapy and, and mental health, especially with men. I've said it a lot on this podcast, but I do think we're making progress in that in that realm, you know, especially compared to like my dad's era. I was just talking to him yesterday and not to get into our personal private conversation, but we touched on some of that about how things were different back in the day with, you know, people from my grandpa's generation, um, you know, and how they dealt with things, how men dealt with things back then and uh, bottled things up and didn't talk to anybody about, about stuff. And they ended up, you know, trying to... Uh, bury themselves at the bottom of a bottle, you know, dealing with it or chain smoke, you know, or, or, uh, even worse being physically or verbally abusive with people, with their family, with their kids. So it's important as men that we discuss these things, you know, and I don't care if you live in the United States and you're listening to this or for the overseas listeners who check out this show, you know, just take care of yourself, be good to each other, keep the faith and be kind to one another. I say it every episode is a tribute to my gramp, but, uh, it's a long way of saying if you find yourself struggling, just don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Make sure you get enough rest. I'm a big, big supporter and um, big believer in physical exercise and what that does for your brain uh, and your self-confidence and just feeling better about yourself. So any hoosers, I uh, just wanted to pass that on as I started this thing because I try to be real with everybody who listens to the show, and that's just kind of where my head's been at today. But uh, being grateful and thinking about all of the the wonderful people that I've been able to connect with with this podcast and all the great music that so many of them are putting out lately um, in terms of the new music. There's a lot of artists on my show that have put out a lot of really great new music, and um, I just feel really blessed and really fortunate that social media for me in my life has been such a great uh, conduit for you know getting, getting access and um, being able to feature so many cool people on my show, man. So gratitude, be grateful, you know, have an, have an attitude of gratitude as they say. So anyway, to segue into this week's guest, I was really excited to get these guys on the show. Shout out to Audrey over at Breakout PR. She's awesome. And, um, I feel very fortunate. She's one of those people that I was just talking about that I've been able to connect with, uh, since I got on the old Instagrams. But, uh, these guys, um, they're just really cool dudes. I genuinely love their music. Pop punk, I feel like, is is at a place right now where it's um, as popular as probably it's ever been. Um, and these guys are really carving out their own niche within that genre. They are none other than Sucker Punch. And in particular, I've got Chris and Billy from Sucker Punch on the show. Chris is the lead vocalist, and Billy is the lead guitarist. And we just had a great conversation, man, about the formation of the band how these guys have been friends or connected to each other over the years. And over the last few years, they've really cranked out a a lot of really great music. They put out a handful of really cool music videos. Some of my favorite songs from them are Couples Jenga, Hope Like Hell, 
the latest single that they just released on June 3rd, Trip McNeely. And uh, I love the guitar and just the vibe of Billy's Here, Love, I've Gotta Go. Um, and also Wall Kicks will work. I mean, they're just... There's so many great songs that they've that they've made over the last several years, and really, what I think is cool about it is just the the lyrical content is is something that I really feel. Um, and, and who knows, maybe that's just because of all the things that I'm going through personally. But I, I really think if you're a fan of pop punk, if you're a fan of emo, uh, whether it was the early 2000s stuff or the stuff that's coming out now, I really think you'll enjoy these guys um, because, again, lyrically and musically. There's just a great vibe there, and you know we touch on on a lot of cool stuff, you know, including mental health and how important it is to those guys as well. So I felt very fortunate to connect with these guys. Unfortunately, my computer, and I've said it a couple of times for those of you who listen to the show regularly and, and aren't new listeners, and if you are new listeners, thank you again for checking out the show. But uh, unfortunately, I had to record this one on my phone. The audio quality is still pretty decent. You know, smartphones are are you know still pretty good. But it doesn't sound as good as having my microphone and everything. My computer is just one of those days, man, where I tried to fire everything up, be ready ahead of time. And uh, the old Zoom was just not working out that day. So, again, probably another sign from the universe uh, that I need to pay attention to, which is I just need to upgrade and get a get a new computer because it's 12 years old now. And uh, I've gotten a lot of use out of it, but uh, probably time to upgrade the old equipment. But nonetheless, um, Chris and Billy were great. They were really patient and uh, cool with me recording it on my phone. And, and, you know, the three of us had what I thought was a really awesome conversation. They're just down-to-earth, great guys, funny, and, as you'll hear, talented musicians who have something to say. So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Chris and Billy of Sucker Punch. Here it is. Fellas, thanks again so much for taking the time to do this podcast, man. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. Um, Audrey's been great as far as keeping in touch with me, you know, getting her artists on the show. And from a pop punk and emo perspective, I really think you guys are carving out your own niche. So let the people know um, where you're from and what you play in the band, man. So I'm Chris. I, I live in uh, the Montclair, New Jersey area, it's like right outside New York City. Uh, I'm the lead vocalist of Sucker Punch. And I am Billy. I uh, play lead guitar in Sucker Punch, and I'm from Clinton, uh, New Jersey. Well, fellas, thanks again for joining the show. You know, just doing my research on you guys, listening to your music. I mean, even calling it research, it's it's fun for me because I love doing this stuff. But um, I read this started out as more of a solo project, and then it just became like a, a band of brothers, basically, that you guys all grew up together and were friends. And so talk to the people a little bit about just the journey of how sucker punch came to be and just the relationships that you guys have with one another. Yeah. So, uh, uh, our other guitarist and, and vocalist, Andy, he, uh, has ulcerative colitis, which is kind of like a sister disease to Crohn's from what I understand. Um, and he had like a really bad flare up and he was like in and out of the hospital for a while. And he started, uh, what was suck. Uh, I'm sorry, new shoes. Um, I want to say three years ago, uh, he recorded uh, an EP. It's uh, Suburban Ceremonies. It's what Couples Jenga, Headache for a Decade and all that good stuff is on. Um, and I met Andy through uh, our producer and my, uh, my our producer, Pat, was just like, hey, you know, he's looking for a band. I know you're trying to hop in one, too. Um, and from there, you know, we 
did some trial and error with like different members and stuff. And I hit Chris up because me and Chris have been buds since what middle school, man? Like since yeah, we were like seventh grade, 12, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, we yeah, you know. So me and Chris have been buds for a while. Our bassist Will, he went to our high school. Um, our other guitarist Julio, he uh lives in like the town over from us or from where we went to high school. I met him uh, when I worked at Starbucks. And then Tyler, our drummer, is uh, he was kind of a like a random, not random. But Andy kind of hit this other band up. We're like, hey, you know, can you help us out with this like little weekender? And he just ended up uh, joining. That's cool. Yeah, I think it that probably lends itself to the music too, right? Like you guys knowing each other and having a history. Do you feel like that helps with like the, the musical synergy when you guys are putting songs together? I think so for sure. I mean, especially me and Billy. So me and Billy met when I think I want to say I was 12. And first, first remotely close to any kind of musical project I ever had, basically started recording in Billy's, you know, bedroom on his MacBook on you know a crappy little microphone that we thought you know is gonna sound great so uh-huh. it's we we've and then we you know and fast forward a couple of years later we're playing in our first ever you know actual band together you know playing shows and doing all that so it, it this goes back such a long time so him and i just like work together super well and like the days when it's just him and i in the studio we i feel like we get so much just so much of our best stuff has been done in that in those small little sessions that we've had but then you add in what Andy's able to add to the writing process. And, Cause Andy's an incredible writer. He, he just, anything he touches, like it ends up somehow turning out awesome, no matter how, how long it takes to get there. He just, he, he's got a vision for everything and he always knows exactly where he wants to go with it. And I think just that combined with Billy and I's creativity together, just, you know, it works out so well. So is music something that bit you guys at an, at an early age? I always like to ask artists what their first musical memory was or what was that album or that artist or, you know, the friend or sibling that got you going down the, the musical rabbit hole. And then, and then I guess part two of that question would be, what about pop punk and emo grabbed you? What, what were those early moments for you guys? So my, my mother was a music journalist when I was, when I was a kid. So she wrote for like the aquarium, the Rolling Stone, a bunch of different magazines. So I grew up just going to, you know, a lot of, a lot of like eighties rock shows and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of those bands kiss. I kiss was my first concert when I was six years old. The kiss is my oh, favorite wow. band of all time. I, I love kiss. And then got, as my, as I got older, my brother, who's two years older than I am, in like 2000, 2001, started getting into a band called AFI. And that's where my love for emo started right, right then and there. I was probably seven years old the first time I heard AFI. Their album Sing the Sorrow literally changed my life in the fourth grade, <laughs> you know? So for, I've literally been in, into the emo music since I was literally 10 years old. So, Yeah, um. My I was kind of a late bloomer in uh when it came to like punk music and stuff like that. Uh there was a while where like I just listened to whatever the fuck like my mom put on the radio in the car, you know, like ABBA, <laughs> fucking, you know, little uh not not little John, fucking uh what's that gasolina fucking song? Yeah, anyway, but um Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Daddy Yankee, holy shit, yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> Whatever's on the radio. But um uh, yeah, my, my, my love for this stuff didn't really ignite until I was in like middle school. Um, 
I was exposed to a whole new group of friends, you know, Chris is uh, among that, uh, that crowd. And I started seeing people wear like a bunch of shirts and stuff like for like Slipknot and uh, Blink-182, Sum 41 and stuff like that. And I really checked out Sum 41 first. I was like, oh, that's, that sounds interesting. And then I found Fat Lip and like the Hell Song. And I was like, holy shit, this is rad. This is fucking cool. And then um, it just, I just, you know, MySpace was a the thing then. So I was just going down the rabbit hole, LimeWire, just downloading random ass like emo songs and finding different bands and shit. And that's the MySpace era of music, dude. LimeWire. That's what it was. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, MySpace was really, I think, huge for a lot of artists starting out back then. Oh um, even, even Especially locally, you know. Yeah. Like there, there were bands getting, Tons and tons of streams on uh, on MySpace. Um, in fact, um, it's not pop punk, but I think um, I think Hollywood Undead. I was listening to a, a podcast with them, and they were talking about that was how they really blew up initially. Was MySpace? They put out yeah. like one or two songs, and it just took off. They were huge. They were everybody's freaking profile song for like a good fifteen month period. <laughs> yeah, some forty one's taking it back too because I remember. So I'm I'm 34. How old are you guys? If you don't want me asking, I'm 29, and I'm okay. So okay, so yeah, so we're not we're not far off in age then. Yeah, so I I was in eighth grade in 2002, 2001, 2002. September 11th happened. Um, that was the beginning of my my eighth grade. Our, our DC trip actually got canceled because of all that, obviously. And then oh, we ended up going um, in May that year. They rescheduled it. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I remember that was uh, Enema of the State came out, I think, 99, Blink-182. And then I remember Sum 41 was around 2001, 2002, that first record. Um, I still remember the music video for In Too Deep is, is still such oh, a fun, awesome music video. It's so great. Such and I didn't realize until I got older, too, that those guys were super into Metallica because then they did the MTV like tribute to Metallica. And yep. I've seen them do medleys and stuff like their their guitar work is insane. But, yeah, when you said LimeWire, man, that, t- that took it that took it back. <laughs> And my no, we buy music, we support musicians. We never, <laughs> I don't know, dog, yeah, I don't know. Lime, who said Limewire? Not me, wrong guy. Isn't it crazy though? Quick sidebar sorry, I do this a lot, you guys, but yeah. isn't it so strange how, um, like algorithm who, who would have thought that word? I didn't even know that word existed when That's I was my least 14. favorite word in the world. I can't yeah. stand how that the algorithm literally almost decides like your success to an extent. And it's crazy that it's something you have to think so much about, mm-hmm. but that's like, that's crazy that you just brought that up. Yeah. So, so what is that like for you guys? Because as far as soccer punch goes, what was this um, just from looking at the songs on Spotify and everything like 2019 was when I saw a lot of the stuff coming out on Spotify. So is that about when the, this, this, this band took place as far as the, the first iterations of it? Um, we, yeah, we, around 2019, I would say we, we started as new shoes. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and then well before me, I was, I was not around for the yeah. for new shoes inception. Yeah. Well, after Chris came along, we, uh, we were going a little heavier stylistically. So we, we just kind of figured a name change was like the next, you know, thing that made sense for us. Um, right. uh, like rebranding. Um, well, yeah, they, we ended up having what? five literally five new members from what the original nude shoes was yeah you know we became a six-piece band things just got heavier so we were like you know what let's just you know going forward with this we're gonna you know 
let's just start fresh. And, you know, this is our, you know, whole, it's, it's not Andy's old thing anymore. It's, it's all of our, you know, new baby that we can grow, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, we just talking about algorithms. Sorry. I know it's a word you hate, but I mean, what, what is that like though? Like as a newer band, um, you know, so much of it is streaming now, like the days of CDs and, all of that are, are gone. Vinyl's huge. And, and it's, I actually like it when I see artists putting out like tapes and stuff too, like the cassette tapes, it's kind of a cool that's, throwback. That's I, back, yeah. yeah. I think, I feel like the, the, the younger kids, I mean, not that I'm old, I'm 34, but I feel like they're, they're starting to appreciate after just everything being digital, the actual physical copy and reading the lyrics and the artwork and everything. But, but for you guys, I mean, how do you manage that as, as far as just being a newer band, you're getting your name out there. Congrats, by the way, because I, I saw that from basically April, you guys did a post on your Instagram of having 500 Spotify followers. And that's like quadrupled in the last two months. I think it's over 2200 now. So congrats. But how do you guys manage that as far as making the music you like to make, but obviously knowing how the quote unquote algorithm works in terms of, you know, it, it seems like you get rewarded the more you put out. And then there's obviously things that it picks up on in the song. I mean, do you, do you try to just go screw it? We don't care about that at all. We're going to make the music we love to make. And hopefully if you're a fan of pop punk and emo, you'll, you'll catch on to it. Um, it's, it, it's kind of like a weird thing, man. Cause like on one hand, you really want to, again, make the music you want, but at the same time, like we're so new, we'll take, you know, not that we'll take any help that we can get, but you know, if we can appeal to people, like we kind of want to lead into that a little bit too, you know? So one of the biggest things, uh, uh like, some of the feedback we keep getting is like, it takes too long to get into songs and people just don't have the attention span to give like 20 seconds before the, the lyrics come in, you know? So, um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, like thinking back to like older songs, like, I don't know, like a 15, 20 second intro was nothing, you know, but people don't have the, the attention span. So they kind of want it within like the first, like 10 seconds. So that's like one thing we kind of keep in mind. Um, a lot of the other stuff is like, it's a lot of uh, research too, man. You know, when to post, what to post. Um, there, That's there, the most frustrating that? part about it. So just like, if, if you have a good post that, you know, an idea comes up. For me, I have the, like, I'm one of those people with not the largest attention span. I'll have a great idea to like, oh, this is good post. Like, I should, should do this, like, blah, blah, blah. But it's 930 on a Thursday. And I don't write it down. I don't save it in a draft or whatever. And then you know, it's, uh, it's gone or I just post it and then it gets zero interaction and you don't want to spam post and post it again, 12 hours later. So it's just kind of, you know, it's just one of those super annoying things that you have to think about in the back of your mind all the time. And, uh, you know, what to hashtag and, and who to, who to tag and this and that, you know, it's just like all that stuff is, I, I I'm such, I just like, I want to play music. You know, I just want to, I want to be a musician. I want to play music. I want to write music. I don't want to have to think about all this crazy stuff now that, you know, so many bands, even 10, 15 years ago, didn't really have to worry about so much. Yeah. You make a good point, man. I mean, like even just relating to you guys, as far as having a podcast and, and um, I, I wasn't even on Instagram. <laughs> I wasn't even on Instagram until 2020. Cause I was just like, so I'm like, there's so much vitriol on social media. And then, and then I realized it's like, well, dude, you can't have a podcast and like not tell anybody about it. Cause again, I'm not, I'm not Dak Shepard, you know, I'm yeah. Mike from, you know, Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> so yeah. you, you got to tell people about your stuff. And I try to find that balance too, of like, when's the best time to post? 
I try to hide the hashtags in the post. Do you put them in the comments? Do you put them in the post? Like it's, it, yeah. I, have, I have no idea what I'm doing for marketing fellas. I just hope that when bands like yourselves come on the podcast, they're like, hey, Mike was cool. I like talking to him. He, you know, actually listened to our music and asked good questions. And then like by word of mouth, it'll spread with other people in the community, which oh, of course, you know, that's what that's what you hope, you know. And I think music, it works the same way because, I mean, as evidenced by the fact, like, I mean, you guys do, you know, post good content and i'm not just saying that because you're on the podcast but also the music i think at the end of the day like the cream always rises to the top right you know what i mean the fact that you I guys so. have quadrupled your your listeners even on a, on a service like spotify in the last two months i think is obviously a great indication of where you guys well, are headed. Uh, i mean not, not to like like uh be an asshole but uh we so there's followers and then there's monthly listeners on spotify so like right. followers are people who like they get all your updates and stuff like that. Like your stuff like is on the release radar and shit like that. I mean, getting 500 of those is a decent, you know, uh, you know, it's a decent uh, accomplishment, but uh, the monthly listeners, are just people who just listen to your stuff. So we've, we kind of circulate around 1500, um, but now we're at the yeah, 22, which is cool. But um, I think we're at 600 uh, followers now we're over 600 now, which is still pretty cool, but, there's a little bit of a difference and that goes into the algorithm okay. stuff. Um, okay. The more follow followers you have, the more people you have listening consistently, the more you will be exposed to other people. And like, there's a, a bunch of rules and shit. It's really kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, man, like I, like I said, I, I really enjoy what you guys are doing. Like my favorite songs listening through and I, and I've cycled through each of them probably at least two, three times, but Couples Jenga, I love. Hope Like Hell is awesome. Uh, Trip McNeely, I really enjoy. And uh, I also love the guitars in uh, Billy's Here, Love, I've Gotta Go. And um, Wall Kicks Will Work was um, was a fun listen. And also the music video looked like it was just a, a lot of a fun for you guys to make as well. That was um, the best time ever. That was like seriously one of the most fun days of all time. How did you guys come up with the the concept of that? So for people listening, I mean, not to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but it's you guys are in like a warehouse, and then there's guys with like ski masks that come in at the end, and then they they're jamming the the, the song, uh, which I said not to spoil it. And I just gave people the whole friggin' music. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you guys come up with the concept of that? Um, I had like uh like a weird idea to where like we would be at war with ourselves almost, you know, some dumb like you know, uh, just, I don't know symbolic bullshit and then uh our our uh videographer eric de carlo he's you know he's done a mirror he's done villa maya he's done like a lot of really like good I bands feel, uh, a bunch uh, of really big bands yeah yeah um he came in he's like ah, i think we can make something else a little little better so instead of having just like us and like ski mask us like go duking it out like we had them come in and just murder us and like take, take us our out stuff. yeah yeah, we, we got whacked, and they and you know they took <laughs> over. Were those Nerf bullets? Yes, oh yeah, they were Nerf guns. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. And if you look, there's subtly we, on the in the shots of us playing where it's just us. If you look all over the ground on top of the amps, there's Nerf darts everywhere. But it's <laughs> not what you're focusing on, obviously. But it's it's one of those little like things that we just like we just did last second. And it's something I love every time I watch the video or see the clips. It's like, it's something so little, but I think actually, like, if you go back and look and actually pay attention to it, you'll be like, oh, wow, that's like a neat little, you know, thing that we threw in there. 
that song's got a hell of a chorus too. I mean, I think you guys really nailed like the, just for, I got to imagine that translates well live. Like I saw you guys did the post about, uh, it was a Virginia beach show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. but I, I got to imagine the chorus of that one, the kids sing along to that because the way you guys bounce off each other. I mean, it's, it's really well done, man. You know, it's funny. It's, that's actually one of our more underwhelming songs live in my opinion really? to perform. Really? I, I think so. I think the songs that really get people going live is um, Billy's here is, is one that people really just get moving to. Yeah. And, uh, and hope like hell, obviously we opened the show with that one and that just gets like, it sets the whole mood for, for our whole show. Wall kicks is awesome. Obviously I love that song, but that's uh you know, it's more of a, that's more of one of the vibier songs, you know, people more just kind of vibe and chill and, and hang to that song, but it's a good, it's, that's, that song's awesome. And, and and I love the video so much. So. Yeah. And hope like hell was the other music video, right? You guys have done two now. Yeah. Uh, three. We have one for Billy's here as well. Um, we released that under, that was when we were known as new shoes. Okay. But, okay. But now that we are sucker punch, um, you know, who knows what will if we'll redo one in the future or not, but. Yeah, so we technically have three, but Sucker Punch only has, has put out two videos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because those were the those were the the two that I saw, and and that's going to be the name of the the forthcoming EP, right? Hope like hell. Yeah. Do you guys know when when the the timetable is when you want to try to put it out, or can you speak on that, or no? I mean, again, yeah, I'm not I trying mean, to, you know. I think we're we're looking around October something like that. I think we're yeah we have another single coming out uh, in was august and then october i think is when the uh the everything's just out okay and on that one obviously hope like hell will we'll be there but are is, is the rest of it going to be all new songs as well or is it going to be some of the stuff you guys have put out already over the last couple of months a little bit of both okay you know, some new songs you know uh we revisited some old ones or an old one um you know yeah so yeah. And, and, and again, like as far as the, the, the path that you guys are on now, I mean, even, even listening to the to the lyrical content of the songs, like it's really personal. It's, it's really introspective. I mean, you guys have more fun, upbeat songs, but like I said, there's a, a the one that I really like um, is, is headache for a decade. Um, can you guys just talk about the, the songwriting process? Because I, I have a feeling if, if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, just on, the fans that you guys have amassed over the last couple of years, I, I got to imagine kids are connecting with the lyrics as well. You know what I mean? Like it's pop punk is obviously fun. It's upbeat a lot of times, but you guys have a lot of introspective moments, man. I mean, what, what's it like as you guys go through writing these songs in terms of, you know, the vibes of putting together an EP or putting out a single and, and, you know, having a song like trip McNeely, which is fun, but again, that's also an introspective one. I don't know, man, like there's, we're, we're getting older, you know, we're not 18 anymore or 16 anymore. We can't write like songs about like farts and, and girlfriends and shit, you know, like <laughs> yeah. uh, I, you know, we've, we've all had our share of uh, like tough times and, um, and I, I'm sure this goes for Chris too, man, but like, we've had, you know, a handful of songs that really like resonate with us and like kind of put things into perspective or, or just help us along those tough times. And um, I would just like to write about some more serious stuff that kind of like the lens, the hand to people who are in need, you know? Um, 
but uh, you know keeping the same kind of energy and the same kind of vibe that people want that make you like want to like you know go crazy and stuff like that you know there, there's a nice balance i think i like the dichotomy of it yeah and and that's that's what i love too about it because a, a lot of um a lot of our content is a lot more serious you know and, and it might seem a little darker you know than a lot of other bands in our genre but when but the music doesn't reflect that so people can really come to our shows and you know if they if they do feel a certain way with our lyrics like there's always one lyric and hope like hell that everybody is everybody's like favorite lyric once they you know hear our songs and one and comment it's if i could wake up tomorrow and feel okay don't you think i'd have started yesterday and that is a line that every show there's a somebody there who's yelling that part and it's such like it's just such a release and they could people can come to our shows and just do that and, and get that out and, and get pumped up and just have a good time with us like that's that's awesome that's everything you know yeah and just staying on that theme of like you know just with the theme of this podcast being perseverance and, and moving forward like i think it's cool that you guys have done you know charitable links as well with with your music um the the long lost friends cover for for transmit um, that went to Hope for the Day, right, which is a nonprofit that has conversations about suicide prevention, mental health education. Um, obviously, Tim Landers passed away in 2019. Yeah. And then I also saw that you guys, um, you know, helped raise money for Old Friends uh, Senior Dog Sanctuary. So I think it's cool that you guys are really trying to give back with your music as well. And again, I mean, not to go to any dark places that you don't want to go, um, but the cover of Long Lost Friends turned out really well. You guys put your own spin on it and, and did, did justice to that song. But um, how important is that for you guys to bring awareness, whether it's mental health? That's something that I talk about on this podcast a lot with my own anxieties and things that I've been through. Um, but, you know, what what's that like in terms of bringing that message out through your music or even, the, you know, the things like you did with the long lost friends cover. I think a big part of it is um, for me personally, at least like if I'm doing this and we all know, you know, it, it's tough to make money in the music industry nowadays. Right. So it's hard to make a living doing this, but if I'm going to do this, it, you know, I might as well be do, doing it for a reason or, and you know, something good should be coming out of it at least. So any chance that we get to help out and that's, and I've kind of always done this, you know, I've had past bands, my old band, Kim's Comeback, we used to play, uh, you know, tons of cancer fundraiser events and things like that, because uh, our band name came from, you know, a friend of ours who had passed away from cancer. And uh, so oh, I, sorry, it's, it's, a, it's a, not really a personal friend to me, honestly. I don't want to seem, you know, fake or anything, but everybody else in the band, you know, was super, super close friends with this girl growing up. And it was really sad. So something we always did every year, we made sure that, you know, we'd play a couple, you know, fundraising shows for like Relay for Life, which is, uh, for the American Cancer Society, just doing stuff like that. So any chance, you know, we have, you know, now to even to do things, little things for these compilations that are going to, you know, send whatever they can to, to anybody, you know, in need for whether it's mental health, something that we've all had our own battles with in the band. And uh, obviously we're all big transit fans. So that was something that personally we were like, okay, awesome. Like that's, that's super sick because we all relate to it. It's something that Obviously, you know, obviously we don't know the transit dudes personally, but I'm sure they see something like that. And, and those dudes really appreciate that, too. And as an artist, that's like, you know, kind of giving back to the people who, you know, inspire and, and influence you. For sure. And just and just staying on that. And thanks for sharing all that, man. Um, you know, as somebody who struggles with anxiety, I've had it my whole life ever since I was a kid. I still go down 
irrational rabbit holes in my head. I have OCD tendencies and stuff. Um, I find that exhaustion is a trigger for me if I don't get a lot of sleep. Um, and, and then I, I listen to that, that voice in your head, you know, that hamster in a wheel that just keeps you on that anxiety train. Like what are some, I'm sure music is a big part of it for you guys as, as far as something that, that's therapeutic. Um, I've been open about therapy on this show and stuff, but, and again, not taking you guys anywhere you don't want to go, but just advice that you think might be good for any kids that listen to your music. What are some things that have helped you guys along the way with, with any mel- mental health struggles that you've had? Honestly, man, I think diet and exercise and sleep like i'm not saying like you know go outside touch some grass and you'll be okay like that's you know that's bullshit but you know i think you know getting doing your body right you know will definitely affect a a lot of things uh exercise get cardio in you know don't eat garbage every day like get at least six to eight hours of sleep like your body needs it and it will it will uh thank you um also i think hulk hogan over here eat your vegetables and take your vitamins. We get it, brother. <laughs> we get but, it. Um, but I mean, I no, that's also all true. But I, I think especially for young kids, just find something that interests you, you know, no matter, you know, matter if it's music, if it's video games, if it's a sport, if it's working out, if it's, uh, you know, bird watching, whatever it is, just find something that interests you and just put your time into to getting better at that craft or learning more about that craft, whatever it is, just, I think I, you know, I do, I do deal with depression and bipolar disorder. One of the biggest thing for me is, you know, especially since this band came back into my life, it think, you know, it's just having something and goals to, to strive for, get better at, it can do so much for your mental health. For sure. For sure. And, and I, and I agree with, with, with what both of you guys said. I mean, I try to, I try to exercise four or five days a week, get six to eight hours of sleep. You know, music is, is huge, you know, whatever fits the mood. Sometimes I want to listen to some just heavy ragey stuff. Sometimes I want to listen to some pop punk, you know, sometimes I listen to some sucker punch, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, but, but yeah, I think it's always, I always like to talk about that stuff because I, I, and I think we're getting better as a culture about being more open about mental health and, um, and it, and it's important, man, there's, there's too many people who, who are gone far too soon, you know, and, um, and I, and, and I, you guys can probably relate to this too, but you learn how to wear a mask too. You know, I, th- I think so much of mental health is the shame that's associated with it, especially as men, you know, cause it's like, I don't, I don't know how you guys grew up. I mean, you're East coast. Um, so, you know, East coast people from, from the East coast people that I've come into contact with, it's, it's similar to the Midwest and that, you know, kind of what you see is what you get. You get, you get information right between the eyes It's straightforward. You can smell BS on people. Um, but how I grew up too, was very much like, Hey, rub some dirt on it. You're okay. Boys yeah. don't cry. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Yeah. And so you just, you shove it down long enough till eventually you just, you just explode. Um, in, 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 in various ways. And some people cope with, you know, going to the bottom of a bottle or drugs or whatever it is. But I think, I think we all kind of learn to sort of hide it because we don't want to let people know what's going on. So that's why I think it's important to, to talk about this stuff, you know? I think so too, man. Uh, I, I, opening the dialogue, even just like ha- having friends uh, uh, to talk about it with, man, like that can do wonders. We can do wonders, man. Um, yeah. I don't know for, for me personally, like, I, I come from some, uh, some of that, like, you know, for, you know, you'll be fine, dude, like brush it off. Like, um, and I don't know, like I, I have my own like ideas of like what makes a man and shit like that. And like, I, I'm conflicted about certain 
parts of that and how that if, like intertwines with uh you know how to tr- treat yourself when you're having like these mental issues man and i think we need to break that apart dismantle it and really just just learn how to accept yourself for what you are and like learn how to improve and succeed and uh, uh, better yourself, uh, whatever ways you can, you know, for sure. For sure. Well, fellas, I won't keep you too much longer. Cause I, I know I told you, I get you out of here at about 10 after eight and we're right about there. It's just a couple more things I want to ask you. And thank you again. Number one, for doing the podcast. Number two, for being patient for, <laughs> for me doing it on my phone, man. I'm so sorry. I hate coming off like a, like a noob, especially when it's like, uh, I'm building my audience too. And it's like, I fire it up and it's like, Hey, I'm on my phone. Um, and honestly your content alone, just, just the way you came out this interview, this is like easily the most impressive interview that I think we've been a part of, you know, you, you really know your stuff. You do a great job. I think, I think, you know, I think you got a bright future. So just keep doing you the technical things, you know, those will fix themselves in the future. Yeah. I don't think the fans really give a shit about that, man. Like, you know, like same thing with music, like, they they don't they don't care if you're recording with like a five hundred dollar microphone or a two hundred like a one hundred dollar microphone dog like it they don't they don't care you know like as long as you bring your personality and shit into it and like be are good and they don't give a fuck you know yeah yeah well I appreciate that I appreciate that and, and again I th- I think you guys are really heading places too man but just to stay on the music I I think it's cool that you guys have been able to persevere through the pandemic. There's a couple of fun things I want to ask about. I saw you guys were in Baltimore in November 21 and you were partying with uh, some Nigerian people. What was that? Was that at, uh, was that at a hotel? Like, I mean, yeah. you guys were dancing to the music and everything. It looked like it was a great time. So how did, how did that happen? That was awesome. So we were down there. We had, we had a show that, that weekend, we had a couple of shows, you know, we were, we were, you know, on a little weekend run with, with this one band and, um, we stayed at a hotel in Baltimore because we were, we had our photographer buddy with us, Pat, and uh, we were going to shoot some promos and stuff like that, you know, on our off day at the hotel. And we go down in the lobby and there's like this big party going on. And I grew up, my one of my best friends in the world growing up, his family's Nigerian, they're from Nigeria, they would always come. So I grew up going to these parties, you know, my whole life, which, which is hilarious that we end up, you know, we going outside for a smoke break. And Will, our bass player, and Tyler, our drummer, end up befriending this one gentleman in the lobby who invited us, our whole band in. They had, they had drinks and food, and they invited us in, and they just took us They were just the most welcoming, awesome people ever. They, they, you know, they found out we were at a band. They wanted to take pictures with us. It was, it was super cool. And it was just one of those, you know, random moments when you're on tour that just happens. And it's just one of those stories you'll, we'll always have to talk about. It was, that was awesome. Yeah, it looked it looked like an awesome time, man. And to me, that those are always the most some of the most fun things in life are like the spontaneous moments. You know what I mean? Where where you just meet people from a completely different walk of life, and you can just bond over just humanity. You know what I mean? That's exactly. really what it's all about. You know? Yeah. Congrats on uh, you got married recently too, didn't you? Congrats, by the way. I did. Yes, I got married in September last year. Yes, thank you. So I got my ring on. I don't go anywhere without it. <laughs> That's great, man. Has that, has that changed things as, as a songwriter at all, or just, or, you know, just being, being married, does it not really factor into, into the music too much at this point? So it's funny you say that. I actually, I remember I posted on Instagram, not, or it was Instagram or Facebook or something like that not too long ago, but I said, it's, it's really tough to be the singer in an emo band and write songs when you have an awesome girlfriend. It was before I was married. <laughs> it was like when you when your girlfriend's awesome and you have a, you know, you have a job and, and, you know, 
a steady place to live. Like it's, it's really hard to write songs in this genre sometimes, but that's obviously a joke. And, you know, I, a lot of my personal inspiration is just stuff from my past. And, and that's kind of where I like to release a lot of my, a lot of that stuff out. But yes, as far as a current, current life stuff, it, it, it does make it kind of tough to write, to write some songs every now and then. Well, I, I think, uh, I mean, anytime you, you meet that person that, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life with, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of awesome experiences there, man. So congrats on that. And, and last couple of things I want to ask you guys is um, I saw that you guys had a show just recently, like about a month ago with, with the plot and you, how, how did, how did that come about and how, and how cool was that to, to get on with those guys? I actually, um, I, I did a story on them, God, probably 10 years ago. It was probably their second or third record because they, they originated in Ohio and one of the members yeah. lived in Toledo where I'm from. Um, so uh, what was it like to, to hop on that show and play for, play for their fan base, man? It was insane, man. Like uh, we follow or Andy follows uh, Elevation 27, which is the venue on, on Facebook or Instagram or something. And they posted like something like saying, hey, we need locals i mean we're from jersey but he lives in virginia so he's like oh fuck it you know like let's <laughs> let's see if uh we get it and we did and it was it was one of the best experiences of my life i haven't been that happy like in, in a long long time it, it was really cool the, the fans really re- they were really receptive to our music like out of all the shows that we've played that was for sure like the most receptive the entire crowd had ever been to one of our sets and it was just super cool. You know, we met a ton of awesome people after. People showed us a ton of love after the show. We sold a ton of merch. You know, it was, the bands were super nice to us. You know, the, the guys in Can't Swim, they're also fellow Jersey guys. You know, we I got a couple of mutual friends with them. They're awesome dudes. Just some of the, it, it was overall just like one of the coolest nights for us as a band. And it, it really kind of, to us, it showed like, hey, we can kind of, you know, hang with the big boys, so to speak, you know, and, yeah. and, and show that, you know, we're not just every other local band and, and we kind of got something special here. So. That, that was a really cool night for us. I still can't get over that people asked us to sign stuff. Like that's yeah. like, you know, like rock star shit, man. You know, like yeah. I, yeah, it just, it was just yeah, weird. I signed a guy's a sweaty dude's headband. That was, <laughs> that was it. it was like, a, it looked like he ripped like part of his like jean shorts off and put it at, around his head and he wanted me to sign it. <laughs> so I did. Isn't that what's awesome about music though? Like for real, not even to get cheesy. Like it, it really is. It's, it's it's one of those forces that brings people together, right? I mean, I'm sure you guys, you, you're musicians, so I'm sure you 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 can relate to this. But it's like, it's like how they say the sense of smell is the most associated with memory. Like it's the same thing with songs. Like as soon as you like to tie it back into the beginning of this podcast, Billy, when you mentioned, uh, you know, some forty one, like that took me right back to like eighth grade. I remember that music video. I remember listening to those songs. Like, and so when you share that experience live you know, obviously I, I don't know what that's like as, as a musician, but I got to imagine that feeling, the, the, the natural high that comes from that and connecting with people where you can make new fans like that. Like that's, it's freaking awesome. There's, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing like that. And especially when, like you said, you can win over, you know, a band like the plot and you, you know, um, who's been around for a while and you can win over their fans. Like that's such a great, that's a great feeling. I don't even know if there was a question in there. That was just me ranting about music. No, I mean, I, I agree, man. Like, it's definitely, I mean, even in this band, like, just hope like hope like hell will always bring you back to the show and or the, the music video or the times we spent like writing and stuff. It's, it's such a cool opportunity to see the inside workings of this kind of stuff. You know, like, I can't I, I express like, 
how like just awesome it feels to to be working so hard on something to record it and get the first mix and master back and you're like oh like it just hits you to your core like it's such a i wish i could really just like bottle it up and like give it to people because it's like such a good feeling yeah like you're so accomplished and you just feel proud and you're like holy shit like this is cool you know i don't know one of the coolest one of the coolest things about it is and i saw billy this all the time because billy and i are driving buddies we we mostly you know ride together to to most shows like i, I tell him all the time I'm like dude like can you believe we get to do this shit now at you know at 28 29 years old together still and like and we're doing something pretty damn cool like this it's just awesome like you only have one life to live you know what i mean and if if i if i'm spending you know this chunk of it doing this with you know one of my best buds like and a bunch of other dudes who are just awesome friends of mine now like i was just telling my wife yesterday like no matter what happens with this band I think Andy Katz, it will always be one of the most genuine people in the world that I will always, always like hold near and dear to me. And music's what brought that friendship together, you know? So that's, it's awesome, man. Really couldn't, couldn't ask for a cooler journey to be on with these dudes. Well, I think that's a great place to end it, fellas. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited for where you guys are headed. I can't wait to hear the full Hope Like Hell EP when it comes out. Uh, for fans who aren't aware, I'll obviously put the put the links in the podcast description. But uh, for people who, who are new to you listening to this, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, we're on all, all social media platforms, Instagram, Spotify, uh, not Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook. Uh, we're, we're starting to try to get on TikTok a little bit more. Um, you can find our music everywhere where music is to be found. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, I don't know. A lot of those other obscure ass ones, but those are the two main ones. <laughs> so basically just Spotify and Apple Music. That's where you can check us out. <laughs> and Spotify are you guys... The most. Are you guys still in the running for being part of it? Was it the the Sad Summer Festival tour? Are, are, can people still vote for that? No, that's no, that's, that's far we gone. didn't make it past the first round, unfortunately. But um, God, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put a damper on the end of this. I just thought that <laughs> my bad, man. I just thought yeah, I, we, I saw honestly, I knew that we, one was going to come up too. We didn't push it super hard, you know. We we signed up for it, we posted it, but we had so much other stuff going on. We didn't push that super hard. It wasn't really you know, uh, as super high on our list of things that we were pushing for. So, so don't worry about it. Yeah, like recently we had like a string of shows and we're preparing for uh, another record uh, for starting tomorrow, actually. Uh, we're hitting the studio, so I'm pretty pumped for it. Sweet. But yeah, dudes, I really genuinely appreciate the time, appreciate the patience with me doing this on my phone. Thank um, you, and you guys are welcome back anytime, man, for real. Just keep doing your thing. Uh, I really genuinely love what you guys are doing. And, um, you know, you can, you can, I've been, I mean, I'm, I'm 34. Like I said, I've loved music ever since I was a kid, man. And, um, you can hear authenticity in music and it, it really, when I listen to your music, it sounds like one, you guys are having a good time and you're making the stuff that like you geek out on as well. Like I can see you guys listening back on the stuff you make being like, yes, we got it. We nailed it. And you should feel like that because I think you're onto something. And the fact that pop punk is resurging, I feel like right now you guys are in a great place. So, um, I have no advice for you on marketing or algorithms or any of that crap. Cause I mean, I have got like, I don't even know, 600 some followers on Instagram. I try not to pay attention to it too much, even though I should probably pay more attention to it, but, uh, just keep doing the, your thing and making the music you, you want to make fellows for what it's worth, you know, just thank do you, it. Thank no, of you, course, man. I appreciate, appreciate it. that. And again, thank you for, you know, putting the time in quite clearly you did your research. You say it, 
you, you don't like calling it research, but it's it's research, dude. And you you did your your job. You're you're awesome. If you want to have us on again in the future, you know, I'm always open to it. So, well, thank you. You guys are welcome back anytime. And if you if you ever make your way through Nashville, let me know. I'll definitely come out to a show. Oh, so my brother actually lives in Nashville, so we definitely will be. So. Oh, for real. Actually, we're planning something within the next couple of months with one of our buddies uh, or our, our buddies in Cap Close. Uh, we're kind of going towards that area. So um, who knows? Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, sweet. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. I hope you have hey, a man. great weekend and a great Thank holiday you. weekend next week, too. But uh, keep doing your thing, yeah, fellas. Let's stay in touch. Thank no, you, for man. sure, man. Uh, thanks, thanks for having us again, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. You're welcome. See Bye. you, fellas. Adios. There you have it. That was my conversation with Chris and Billy of Sucker Punch. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at S-C-K-R-P-N-C-H underscore E-C, short for Sucker Punch East Coast. Just scroll to the bottom of the podcast description for this episode, hit that link, and go follow and support these dudes. You can find their music wherever you get your music. They've got some awesome music videos on YouTube as well, so I will make sure to include the links to all their stuff in the podcast description. I just want to say thank you again to Chris and Billy for taking the time to do the podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation. It was great to connect with you both, learn more about your friendship, this band, where you guys are headed, and um, just the fact that you're down-to-earth funny dudes and were patient with me recording it on my phone, which really, honestly, I you know, Maybe I'm more in my head about that than I should be, story of my life. Um, but uh, it's it's really just I don't ever want to come off as unprofessional. And I guess in my mind, if I'm recording it on my phone, it makes it seem like I'm just some dude in his mama's basement or something. Uh, but in reality, um, you know, I, I really do take this serious, man. Uh, you know, this this is something that I love to do. And it's really not even homework for me. I love music. I love connecting with people. And I'm I'm genuinely a fan of this band and their sound. And um, I'm I, I again I just I really think they're going places. So when I end up having to record it on my phone, it's just like disappointing to me because I'm like ah you know. And and again, it's probably all perception, but especially with me not being a household name in terms of being a celebrity or a comedian um, who who really you know have huge platforms with their podcasts, um, I you know. I, I don't want somebody to think like, oh, of course he's recording on his phone because he's only got, you know, X amount of followers and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So again, it's, what do they call it? The looking glass self, you know, where you, you don't see yourself how you really are and you don't see yourself how other people see you. You see yourself how you think other people perceive you. So it's probably just something that I'm up in my head about. Um, the audio quality still still turned out uh, to, to, to be pretty good. But uh, nonetheless, um, I, I just really hope that all of you enjoyed that conversation with Chris and Billy as much as I did. Um, again, down-to-earth, funny guys, very talented. And uh, again, if you're a fan of pop punk and if you're just a fan of music, even if you're not a the biggest pop punk fan, give it a shot, man, because I really think um, if you're like me and you respect authenticity, it doesn't really matter what genre it is. You can get into something, whether it's country or pop or rock or metal or pop punk, emo. You know, I, I can get into a lot of stuff, man, if I just feel the authenticity of the music and the combination of their talent on their instruments along with the heartfelt lyrics, man. It, it really hits home with me, and I think it'll hit home with everybody who listens to this show. So, uh, once again, you can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod. You can follow me on Twitter 
at Mike V. Bauman, and my host site is march4th.podbean.com. I have a link tree that I'll also share in the podcast description, as y'all heard at the jump. So if you want to learn more about me, if you want to listen to past episodes, um, you can find it all right there in the link tree in the podcast description. And if you would be so kind, if you enjoyed this episode, and once again, if you're a new listener, thank you. But uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please take the time to tell a friend to tell a friend, like and subscribe to the show. I know on Spotify and Apple, you can leave a rating and a review. And what that does is it helps the podcast rank higher, which ultimately gets these conversations out to more people, which is what I want, man. I want more people to find out about Sucker Punch and all the really cool, awesome people I get a chance to connect with on the show. So I hate begging for that stuff. But if you would be so kind and you enjoyed the show, it would mean a lot to me if you would take the time to tell your friends and like and subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. I really like to pride myself on having everything from headbanging to twanging over here, you know, from from heavy metal to country and even outside of music, friends and colleagues of mine, business owners. I really try to have something for everybody on this show. Not not just to grow my audience, but really coming from a genuine place, guys, of I just I just want to spread love and positivity with my platform. Some of y'all might think that's cheesy, but that's really all I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to uh you know, inspire other people. These conversations are inspiring for me to keep John, you know, keep keep on keeping on, keep on chasing my dreams. And really I hope they inspire you to do the same. So that's why um I'm I'm trying to get better at uh selling and marketing myself more. <laughs> Because ultimately, I, I really do want this thing to grow, and I want it to be a place where people know they can they can hear quality conversations and interesting and entertaining conversations, but 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 also conversations that touch on real subjects with real people, and and spread the word on you know awesome independent artists and people who who maybe are on the come up and and you haven't heard of yet, maybe they're not on your radar yet. Um, that's what's really cool about my platform is, is the fact that I get to talk to, to so many people, uh, like me who I feel like are growing and building and, um, being able to see something on the ground floor before it, before it, uh, it grows and grows and grows, I think is really cool, especially if you're a fan of music. So having said all that, man, thank you for taking the time with me today and Chris and Billy to listen to our episode. So once again, follow Sucker Punch on Instagram at S-C-K-R-P-N-C-H underscore E-C, Sucker Punch East Coast. Check out their music. Um, Again, some of my favorites, Hope Like Hell, Trip McNeely, the latest single, Billy's Here, Love, I've Gotta Go, Couples Jenga, the list goes on, man. Um, Big fan of these guys and the work that they're doing. So I'm just going to wrap it up by saying keep the faith and be kind to one another. I hope that everybody lives intentionally with love and light in their hearts. Make somebody smile and laugh this week. Have a great rest of the week. Courtesy of Sucker Punch, here is their latest single, Trip McNeely. Peace. Please set aside your nerve. Oh no, well I don't think so.
go. Yo.